0: It's time for Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 985 FM. Now let's have some fun. Here is your host, Johnny Johnny Radio. Johnny Radio.
1: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus all day long, all day strong, throwing you a little curveball. Probably should have told you, Mr. Dacus. Usually we talk a little NFL action at, you know, noon with Russell Copeland. But we're going to switch gears up. Cope's going to be off this week. He'll be back next Wednesday. But we're still going to talk some NFL today. But at 12 o'clock, we have Terry Davis going to join us. Why? Did you see the Grizzlies pull that one out of their keister last night? It was absolutely amazing, and now the Grizzlies are four and O with job ja being back. So the real Grizzlies, like the Grizzlies, Grizzlies—they undefeated this season, four and and0 They got Smart back last night. Desmond Bain, like I said, is insane, man. It was a uh, it was a hell of a win. If you're a New Orleans Pelicans fan, holy cow! uh that one had to hurt like that really had to hurt this is a team i mean did you know the grizzlies are the seventh team in nba history to shoot less than 25 percent from the three-point line on 45 threes commit 15 turnovers turnovers commit 20 fouls and also win the damn game that is amazing and by the way, let me just tell you, John Morant last night, 31 points, 7 assists, 5 boards, 50% from the field, 2 blocks, and a steal. 12, he has come back from his suspension and just gone absolutely buck wild. You know he had a game winner in his debut. He won Western Player of the Week. He's been averaging 29-9-5 and five on 50% shooting. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I saw this other little stat that made me like almost fall over. Ja is now one of three players that have, in the last 25 years, have averaged 20 points in the paint through their first four games of the season. The other people are Shaquille O'Neal and Giannis, the Greek damn freak. He's playing out of his mind. This team looks so different with him out on the floor. I mean, the whole team is galvanized. It's, it's amazing. He really is. And a lot of people during the offseason, heck, I was one of them, was kind of wondering, you know, this team. Like, I didn't know if Ja was literally that type of leader or a somebody who basically was, um you know, a leader of men. You know what I mean? Like there, there was a lot of people out there who are great athletes. They just kind of do it quietly. You know, some people say Jalen Hurts. I don't know if you've heard about this. A lot of uh, Eagles fans, if you do the Eagle Radio or you look at some of their beat writers, talk about how they wish he was more of a vocal leader. Um, he leads by example. He just doesn't say much in the locker room. He's not that rah-rah type kind of guy. Different styles for different folks. Whatever Jaws style is. It's working with this Grizz team, and it's making Taylor Jenkins look like a damn genius. And everybody at the beginning of the season was all ready to jump up in Taylor Jenkins' keister. Were they not? Yes, they were. Now they're 4-0. They do have a really tough game, though. You know their next opponent is the Denver Nuggets, the reigning champs. It'll also be the third consecutive game that they play on the road. So we'll be watching for that. A lot of good news around the Grizzlies. Um, I know I'm stoked. Again, we're going to talk at 12 o'clock with Terry Davis, and we're jumping all up in the Grizzlies. Not only are we jumping up in some Nass, we're going to talk about the Memphis Tigers. Their next game is against Austin P. right, Bryant? That's right. And I think that – what is that, Saturday? Uh, That's right. So we got a little time before the little Tigers take the court. Again, they played – they played and won and beat Vanderbilt. We know about their three consecutive top 25 wins, AM and Clemson and Virginia and taking care of business. Getting that Vanderbilt win was huge because Vanderbilt came out shooting lights out. They played out their dead gum mind. They were absolutely awesome. And the Tigers found a way to win. Listening to Wolo um, earlier in the show, of course, you know him, the voice of the Tigers, Dave Olosian. I agree with him. Best team since 2008, hands down. And it's not only just – it's not just like the best on the court. It's also – it's become in such an early part of the season, fan favorites. I mean, we're talking about who doesn't love JQ. I mean, you look at this whole team. I mean, there's just a bunch of dudes on this Tigers roster that you can't can't help but just love. So – Great things with Memphis, with the Tigers, great things with the Grizzlies. Don't forget, we got the Liberty Bowl on Friday, yo. Our Memphis Tigers are going to be out there competing. And we've also just had also some uh, wax stories going on in sports. We're going to do Hardenwood today at 1230. And let me tell you something, we got some good Hardenwood. Have you seen the uh, white Bronco in the Dominican Republic that's uh, running from the cops? It's not really a white Bronco. It reminds me of O. J. Simpson. But the house of Wander Franco, two of them were raided today. And not one of them made it on the uh, made it here. And uh Dakis What is it? Uh oh hold on, right, not right now. Not right now. Tell him tell him do me a favor. Who we, hold on, actually, I'll take this. Let's see. What, this, we have a. Uh, we don't usually do callers. No, we don't. He says he's a friend of yours. All right, let's see. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Chad? <laughs> hey,
0: dude. What's
1: up? Man, not much. Not much. You're on uh, right now with Sports Fifty Six. What you got? You got a little sports take for me?
2: No, dude. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> what did
1: I do? You know what you did? You put a ring on it. Oh, congr- oh man! I didn't even know if I was going to tell anybody in the world. I was still, I'm still not legally married, but you know, no, no, I'm just kidding. Thank you, Chad. Yeah, I did get engaged. Um, if you didn't know, most people probably didn't.
3: Dakis, did you know I got engaged? Uh, I was telling him. Uh, we we all seemed to learn about it right in the hallway, right there before your show started. So,
1: yeah, I don't know if News I believed to it me. too. I don't know if I believed it, but man, Chad, thank you so very much. I appreciate that, brother.
0: Yes, sir. I'll let you get on with your show. I just wanted to call and tell you much love to you and Chad. I know you're going to
2: make it, and uh, congratulations.
1: And don't forget, Chad's a huge Tiger fan. They say, go Tigers, go.
2: Go Tigers, go, baby!
1: That is my Tigers buddy, dead. Chad, and I am yes. Um, I still can't believe it either, good for you, John. You know what? Ha- you know how she did got me. You know how I got engaged, don't you?
3: Yeah, no. You told me you you, you told the story yesterday, but I was very confused by the story, and uh, so I just I I you know passed it off in my brain of okay, that's just John being John. Not
1: true, and, but uh, it
3: does have a good
1: like it, it does. does make more sense. I guess so. I was joking around because uh, a lot of people were looking at me like, did did you? Wait, you got engaged. I thought you were like the most anti-marriage person on planet Earth, which I am still am. Mm-hmm. Just
0: for not, other people just now, not for yourself, yeah. just not
1: for myself now, or at least the things that I used to think did make a lot of sense. Right, right. I guess I've been converted. They don't, but um, yeah. She, uh, I told a uh, told a couple people. They're like, I'm like, dude. I think she drugged me with some Molly and some LSD, <laughs> and then took me to to go pick out a ring. <laughs> but that is that is definitely not the case. Um, holy cow! I wasn't expecting that. Um, but back to a little bit of sports. I don't even remember what I was talking about now.
3: Uh I think you're talking about the Grizzlies maybe. Grizzlies. Or no, you're talking about the Tigers. You said Tigers play Austin P uh on Saturday and then the phone rang and I took my headphones off. Oh, that's right. And
1: um we were just talking about how this team is absolutely I mean, you can't help but love this team. You everybody in Memphis right now who was freaking out about the Grizzlies. Um it just feels like since Jaw's return, since Penny's team hit the court, um, since they came back from the Bahamas. And you know, basically actually, you know, the old miss game was great. They lost it. But I mean, everybody in this city right now, it is hoop city for a reason. But man, my question, nine oh one three, six oh eight two five five, nine oh one three six oh eight two five five, which team do you like more? This Grizzlies team, which right now remember last year I told you the Lakers were done. I told you this in January. What'd they do? They went on a hell of a winning streak. Um, what has what has the what have the Grizzlies done since John Morant's return? They've done nothing but win, and it's just crazy. Again, four zero. Their um, third road game is uh, next, and when they play, of course, the uh, Denver Nuggets, the defending champs. Now, when you look at the Memphis team, like who are your favorite players? JQ, David Jones. Caleb Mills, Jaquan, everybody now, did you see the ovation that Tomlin got?
3: Sure, it did. It was cool.
1: Dude, and he hit a 3 mm-hmm. Did you? Man, I didn't even know my man was a three-point stroker. He, 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 he's, not. <laughs> he's not.
3: He's not. He's like a 27% free throw shooter. Dude, he or made his first shooter. one, dead gummit. He did.
1: And it was a big one because they needed that bandy, that bandy game was tight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Vanny played their little minds out
3: sure did. It was a fun game.
1: Fun game, but the most important thing is, again, the Tigers got that big dub. Now, we also got to talk about uh, a little football. You know we got four bowl games on today.
3: We do, John, and uh, we had three fun bowl games uh, yesterday. I Who's missed... my man that texted in to take Minnesota? Oh, who was, I was thinking about him last night. Let me night. just tell you something. Great call. I love you, homie. Hold on. I can find it. Uh... That's my
1: guy. Because I rocked and fired, I it did was a,
3: Randy. Randy, man.
1: I love you. You are the man. I, um, I pounded Minnesota and parlay. I put a pound in Minnesota, smart, and then I parlayed Minnesota and Texas State, baby. Mm. And did you see T.J. Finley sure running did. around throwing the ball
3: like a mad, dead gum sure scientist? Did. Yeah, we had the over in that one.
0: It was a good, good Ooh, game, fun
3: game. That was a fun game against Rice. The Texas State team, man, they, they they look different. They look like they're they're having fun out
1: there. TJ Finley looked different from all the people out there. Now we well, understand he why he was at LSU and Auburn. Uh-huh. And I thought he was going to be a good quarterback. I don't know why he couldn't make it in the SEC, but boy, when he was playing with a little bit lesser talent, he he is a, I mean, that's a big dude. Remember when they needed a big first down? Uh-huh. He just runned, ran over a few that's guys. Right. So we got some bowl games,
3: but this is the thing. I, I did gotta, you watch any? Uni- I'm sorry. Did you watch ahead. any of the Kansas uh, UNLV game? Because I did um, not watch. Until I almost the had a nervous quarter. breakdown
1: and a heart attack in the third quarter when UNLV came roaring all the way back.
3: Well, and then so they they get down. Oh, and by- did
1: I watch any of that stuff? I had three TVs out. Man, I was watching the Grizzlies. I was watching the Dead Gum um, Bowl game with Kansas, and then I had the you know the computer, and I was watching another
3: basketball game. I had money on. I won the Clippers last night. And somebody else. Good for you. I, I low-key forgot the Kansas game was on because I had to run an errand when it started. and I just completely forgot it was on. I get home. I get on Twitter. T-Money's on Twitter talking about how this game's rigged and everything. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? And so I, I start watching it, and uh, it was a fun game. But there was one play. I, I, I took a screenshot of it so I could remember it. There was a play in the fourth quarter, I believe. They were down. Uh, UNLV was down by, like, I mean, a good amount of points. They were down 42 30 with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they go for it on fourth down, fourth and one, and they try to throw it down 30 yards down, down the Yowls, field. Down oh, the what field. are we doing? What are we doing? Run the ball or run something short? Why are we trying to throw the ball 30 yards down the field? Tell Mike McCarthy
1: also um, when you're on fourth, I mean, first and goal from the half yard line. How about not um, do a play action, run yeah. 10 yards backwards, and have Dak Prescott get yeah. sacked? Or how about not hand the ball off on the first series of the game when you could have gone up on the Dolphins 7 to hand it to a fullback who's only touched the ball six times all season? What did he do on his seventh touch? He fumbled the damn ball. I would have rather UNLV handed
3: it off to a to a fullback. True in that that. situation. I yesterday. would too. Have. I would.
1: I would have too. Um, I was very grateful though because I had the Kansas team. Man,
3: what'd you have Matt? Because that line plummeted yesterday afternoon.
1: Um, I rate. can't remember what it fell all the way to, but I know that I covered and I thought the game was over in the first half <laughs> because Kansas was up uh, twenty-eight to ten in yeah. the first half. Sure. Were. I quit watching the game and was all, all focused on the Grizzlies. And just you know what I mean, like, and then I like kind of just look over, back and over. You're like, oh my gosh! At the TV, and I look back, and, a, and all of a sudden UNLV comes out and scores fourteen quick points in the third quarter, and I am going, Uh-oh. no. Yeah, but did you see that Bean kid? What he did last night? Kid's good. Uh, last good game as, uh, as a player, good threw and two interceptions. bad. No yeah. three of them. Oh, was it three? Oh yeah, my gosh! He he would make a great play and then come out and make a stupid bonehead.
3: and I am like, whoa, who are you throwing to,
1: homes?
0: Yeah.
3: Um they do this and it's interesting Kansas does it and BYU does it and those are the only two schools I've seen do it but on ESPN Plus I don't know for football if they do a pregame show but certainly for basketball they do for all football and basketball games Kansas and BYU both do a pregame and a postgame show that they stream on ESPN Plus, and I don't believe it's like just their like radio broadcast that's streamed on ESPN Plus. This is like an actual like TV pregame and postgame show, and I. I I clicked over to the post-game show last night and they were running through the highlights and they were just, oh my gosh, the competitive spirit of Jason Bean in his last game, a backup quarterback to step up and lead the Kansas Jayhawks to a bowl victory. I was like, what?
1: I got to turn this off. It's too late for this. Dude, what about the, also the thing that I thought was funny? Did you see the little kid who had three touchdown receptions for Kansas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, kid.
3: Oh, man. He, uh, Luke he had Grimm. It. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, this dude only caught four balls, okay? Last night or all year? Four balls last night. Okay. He caught four balls last night. He had 160 yards and three Crazy. touchdowns.
3: I was to say, three of them were a touchdown, and the other one was like a 60-yard reception.
1: On the entire season, he only caught 33 balls for wow. 500 yards. And six touchdowns.
3: Do those six touchdowns include the three last night, or was that before last night? That was before last night. Okay,
1: I was about to say. But, like, dude, it's not like this dude was a touchdown scoring machine until yesterday. It was weird. UNLV's defense, let's be honest, that is a um, a porous defense. Yeah. We'll definitely say that UNLV is not all that great. But, man, there was um, some great bowl games last night. Today's bowl games, I feel like we have some issues. Okay. And the issue that I have with these bowl games is I honestly today have I only, only like the favorites, which you can't go all favorites because no. it's just not going to happen except for the first two favorites. Actually, all three favorites covered yesterday. Minnesota, yeah. Texas State, oh, wow. and Kansas. You're Right? How about that? So that is a issue because yeah, but
3: four games today, John. You had an extra one in there. Uh, well, four games today, and I'm telling
1: you, man, with all these favorites in the bowl games coming in, I don't know how they can keep coming in. But this is the this is the issue, and I understand why. You know, Virginia Tech is six and six. Tulane's eleven and two. Yes. Do you know who's favored?
3: Virginia Tech by double digits.
1: Ten in a freaking half. Do you know why?
3: Because Michael Pratt isn't playing. Not just that, they've got a
1: bunch of dudes in the portal. A A bunch of dudes. There's the whole coaching thing that's Mm. swirling around with the rumors that the coaching staff is leaving. Not only that... They didn't want to play in the Military Bowl. No, they thought they were going New Year's Six Bowl this year. They thought they were going New Year's Six, and now they're doing – I mean, it just don't even make no sense to me. Um, I don't know how – this Virginia Tech team is not as bad as their record, but they're also not that
3: great. But being a 10.5-point favorite is a – Ton of points, John. I have a question for you because I was I, I saw this over the weekend. I meant to ask you yesterday, but we did not have time. Um, and so and now that you bring up Tulane, I'm curious because you know who's starting at quarterback today for for uh, Tulane? No, I don't Kai Horton, the kid that played quarterback oh, against Ole Miss. Ole Miss, and, and and it he looked he really looked good, really damn good. Now, John, he's in the transfer portal right now. Oh, so he's not even going to play. No, no, he's going to play. He's, he's going to play, but he's also in the portal. Correct. I didn't know John, you could do John, that. Well, hold on, it gets better. Over the weekend I was watching the Duke game and Duke's running back is was in the transfer portal and committed to NC State and played in the bowl game for Duke and later that night Grayson McCall, who is also for Coastal Carolina Carolina, also committed to NC State. He did not play because he's injured, but he was on the sidelines for Coastal Carolina. I, like you, I did not think that that was a, a I thing. I thought once
1: you basically took your name and put it in the portal, you were done with your university. I, so this is, I, I'm glad you told so me. I had no clue. From
3: what I understand, is it's basically just coach preference. So like, if your coach is cool with you staying and playing the ball game, you can play in the ball game. If your coach isn't cool with it. Then you're done, or if you don't want to play in it, if you just want to move on, then that's that's cool. So what what do you think about that? Because I was I was kind of blown away at first, and now for some of these schools, I kind of understand. If like Duke, they lose their head coach, these kids haven't been recruited by by the new coach coming in, and you know you just let them play. They they're part of the reason you got here. You let them play in the bowl game, and then they go off. So I have mixed feelings about it. Um.
1: Well, I the the mixed feelings are for me. I think it should. I think we should simplify this. How about you can't put your name in the transfer portal that'd until be, after your nice. your team plays a bowl game, yeah. and we can just go ahead and do it that way. That way, we can finish not just the full regular season, but the whole entire damn season. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it would also make it a lot easier for our, our gambling friends because uh, we got all kinds of stuff. And by the way, mentioning the transfer portal, I know Tennessee fans are absolutely fired. It's Nico time, up. it is Nico time. Nico, if you don't know, he was the kid who was the number 1 overall
3: uh, quarterback in, what, 2023? Was it last year? Uh, I mean 2022. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, two years ago because he was a freshman. Uh, he, he was – no, it was last year. It was last class. year recruiting yeah. class, yeah. yeah.
1: So I guess it would be 23. 23, yeah. Because it's still 2023 and he came in. Yeah, Anyway, it doesn't matter. The dude's supposed to be bad to the bone. There were rumors that he was getting $8 million. I know Tennessee paid the bleep out of him. I don't think they definitely played him that much. But – this is a reason to actually watch the game. Everybody now is fired up in Tennessee about the Citrus Bowl, and I don't blame them. Only thing is, you know who Tennessee's playing in the Citrus Bowl? Iowa. Like, that's a hell of a defense that's to get defense. your first start. But uh, the Nico time is here. But back to, real quick before I go to the break, because we're going to talk with Dustin Starr soon. Yeah, we are. Um, i got to talk about the bowl games that we have today. Again, Virginia Tech minus 10.5 over Tulane. Again, you have the situation with the Tennessee, uh, the Tulane coaching. Everybody, I mean, there's just massive deflections yeah. coming out of the Tulane and the Tulane uh, coaching staff. A ton of kids are in the portal. Their quarterback's gone. I have no idea what to do. And then you look at West Virginia. One thing I can say about West Virginia, the Mountaineers, six-and-a-half-point favorites over North Carolina. Mm-hmm. One thing that I think because of the portal situation – Look, run first teams, like, this stuff can travel in the postseason. Absolutely. Sometimes those defensive dudes aren't ready to just get manhandled. And West Virginia is going to run it and Mm -hmm, run it and mm -hmm. run it and run it and run it some more. And I don't know if you know this, but North Carolina's defense is terrible. And no Drake May. And I was getting ready to say, the only reason to watch North Carolina football has been because of Drake May. And he's not going to play— I think West Virginia is the one that I feel most comfortable about because it. I think West Virginia is excited to be here. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go out there and run and run and wear down North Carolina, beat the brakes off of them. I don't think North Carolina is going to have a explosion on offense by
3: any means. Both May and Tez Walker, the kid that you know was fighting all year yeah, to get eligible, sure. both of them are out. Uh, they're both opted out to go to the draft. So, uh,
1: yeah, we got West Virginia, I think, just beating the tar out of North Carolina. And it's supposed to be raining, which helps the run game. Cause oh, I didn't even know about the weather. The rain, I'm about to actually hammer this game
0: <laughs> during the break.
1: The other things is, oh, we got Louisville, who's my uh, seven-point favorite over USC. Let me tell you something. Did you know USC started 7-0? Do you remember that? I do, yeah. Do you know they gave up like a hundred points in all of those games? They were seven and zero, though. And since that, do you know how many games they won? Uh, zero. They won one game, uh. a fifty to forty-nine comeback victory over a very pedestrian Cal football yeah, team.
3: That's crazy.
1: Not only is Caleb Williams in the portal. Other dudes are in the portal. Yeah, their backup
3: quarterback that supposed to be the future mm-hmm. is in the portal. He's bounced. So who's do so they even have like, a quarterback? No,
1: oh, no. Like I don't even know who USC is going to throw out there. And I'm think, about to
3: look up their depth chart. I got. You know. think
1: they're excited about going just down to San Diego, California? They're supposed to be in the playoffs court? this year. I mean, I'm, yeah, they were the Heisman Trophy returning. I'm telling you, I think Louisville boat rates boat races USC. So again. Today, somebody's got to help me. And then Oklahoma State's playing Texas A&M. By Again, the way, who's Texas put your A&M hands put that up if you are a Texas A&M football player and your name's not in the portal. Because <laughs> I don't think there's a whole lot of dudes left no. with A&M right now. Oklahoma State three point three and a half point favorite. Somebody find me a dog because <laughs> I know a dog's coming in and you hit me at nine oh one three might be six zero eight game. two five five points. You think it might be the I ten and a know. half? In the I got,
3: I'm going while we're talking to Dustin, I'm gonna try to do some research. And, All right, we're gonna so get, get a little
1: research out. again. We got bowl games galore. We're talking with Dustin Starr on the other side. Terry Davis. We're talking about a little Tiger basketball and Grizzlies who are four and oh with John Morant returning. And don't forget, we got some great Hardenwood stories. Uh, I mean, you got Wander. Franco, who, what did he sign? A $180 million contract? A
3: uh, ton of money, yeah.
1: Um, and now he's never going to play baseball again, and he's on the run from the cops. In, um, like, he's literally on the lam. They are searching for this guy. Like, he's not, and he's better than OJ Simpson because he ain't just driving a white Bronco down the street. We got a lot to get to. Don't you dare touch the dial. Sports 56, 98, 5FM.
0: We are real sports talk. Sports 56, WHBQ Let's get nuts. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio.
1: Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Everybody in the Mid-South is feeling good as the Grizzlies are 4-0 since Jaws returned. The Tigers are kicking tail. What are they up to 19th in the AP, my man? Who Dakis. That's right. I knew you would know this one. 18
3: in the coaches' poll.
1: 18 in the coaches' poll, 19th in the AP. Tigers are tearing up. Everybody's happy about that. I'm in a great mood. Christmas was dope. And by the way, I'm walking around, and everybody's like, damn, John, you look good. And I'm like, thank you. Because I got right now a nice shirt from Frontier Western it's Store a good. On.
3: I was going to tell you, that's good-looking sweater. It is, oh, it's dude. Very good-looking.
1: Very good-looking. Yes, it's my Christmas gear. And do you see these awesome jeans I'm wearing? Yeah, yeah. Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road, down in Olive Branch. The boots on my feet. Yeah, you know I got them at Frontier Western Store. The only thing I don't have that's on from Frontier Western Store is my hat. That's because my buddy got it. But they got tons of hat also at Frontier Western Store. They can dress your whole family. They have a ladies boutique, a children's department, obviously a man section, because I'm a full-grown man looking good today. You want to look good, head on down there. If you can't get down to Olive Branch, you can shop online at FrontierWesternStore.com. My man, Dustin
2: Starr, was up? Oh, yeah, guys, I am feeling awesome. There are so many different reasons. Christmas was fantastic. My three-year-old, Reese the Beast, had a blast. I got to watch my Miami Dolphins beat the Cowboys in a dining room full of Cowboys fans. So, I got to love that. I bet that did feel good. Were they screaming at Mike McCarthy? Gosh, they were so silent. It was (laughs) beautiful. It was so silent. I mean, the Dolphins literally kicked the Cowboys' butt up and down the field. They just couldn't punch in the touchdown. And then... Pulled out the victory when it mattered, so that was awesome. And then you mentioned the Grizzlies. Who's been coming on here for the last couple of weeks saying that it's gonna happen?
1: Um, you actually. Dude,
2: please tell me. I mean, before Jock ja came back, who told you that we were gonna go on the road and pick up some dubs before Jock ja came back? That
1: would be you, Mr. Dustin Star. Yeah,
2: you got like two, three dubs in a row for us. Let me tell you, New Year's Eve is gonna be off the chain. FedEx forum downtown memphis sunday new Year's eve yeah ja, are you kidding me call 12 baby i'm fired up
1: damn i'm fired up dude you got me fired up um everybody should be a little bit fired up because not only is job bag marcus smart made his return last night and i'll tell you what he's looking like a normal marcus smart now that he's not having to um you know handle the ball
2: yeah i mean you got to remember that when these guys were brought in you know uh Derek rose mark smart you know all these guys, they were expecting to play with Ja, and we've been waiting on it. And now they are playing with Ja, and people are acting surprised that, that some of the other players are stepping up their game and they're playing better. Well, I mean, that's what a superstar, incredible athlete like Ja Moran does. It, it literally makes the entire locker room better. And it he's so freaking good. It's unbelievable. So, like, it's the real deal, man. Anybody that had any doubts, I don't know how you can have any doubts at this point. I mean, you say what you want, dude's incredible. 4-0 when you come back, player of the week, packing out FedEx for him. It's going to be so exciting on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and
1: again, the team is just totally different. 4-0, they got their next game coming up, though. That's a, on another road game playing the Denver Nuggets, who have the second-best record currently. Over in the West, the defending champs, and they've won five straight games. Grizzlies have won four straight games. Two of the hottest teams in the West are about to show yep. down. Um, I'm fired up about that one. And, again, it's crazy. Um, I mean, this is a team that had six wins in its first 25 games. Right. Now that jaw's back, they have won four dead gums straight.
2: It's crazy. got to- We've got to keep the expectations level, though. We we know like we're not going to win every single game now that Jaws back and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you no, know, I'm, but I'm smoking team... me some Grizzlies and Tigers good vibes <laughs> right now, brother. No, totally. But I'm just saying, like it is. It, there's still a lot of season left to go. Uh, like Josh ja said, and everybody else says, it's a it's a game of streaks. Right now, the Grizzlies are are, are on a streak of of wins. So we just keep keep plugging away, man. I mean. There's potential for a lot more of excitement when Brandon Clark comes back. Man, I saw him balling out. I thought he was out for the whole season, but he's he's slam dunking and doing all kinds of stuff in practice. Are we getting him back too? Soon enough. Soon
1: enough. Yes, we're gonna. He's gonna be back this season. So that's that's a that's huge.
2: Incredible. Oh man, now, man. Now that just makes all the stuff that I do at FedEx Forum more fun. You know, even T-shirt tosses and games. and the silly stuff that we do on the court with Grizz, you know, wrestling night is coming up at some point, I believe in March. So there's so many really cool things that are going to happen. And it makes it just more fun when it's a packed house, when the Grizzlies are good and, Jock coming back is, has at least given us a huge boost with that. Makes my job easier, baby.
1: <laughs> man, I would tell you one thing. I wish you would actually did the Tiger games too, man. Because, like, you know, I've been to a lot of Tiger games, especially, you know, Clemson and Virginia. Clemson, i got to say, the crowd was off the hook that Saturday. Tuesday, I was like, a uh, little average. Uh, Vanderbilt was what you expected. But maybe if you were out there getting the crowd pumped up, maybe you could get some of them grannies and grandpas up in the, uh, up in the, oh, up in the air start dancing because I saw the grannies and grandpas tearing it up on the court.
2: Man, I saw Penny the other day. He was coming through. I think it was Jaws Return that game. And, uh, we hadn't seen each other in a while. Also, T Moran, uh, Jaws' dad. So seeing those guys and dabbing them up on the sideline, they're, hey, are on the baseline. They're just as excited as everybody. But, uh, man, Tigers are killing it. Go, Tigers, go. I'm actually at the wrestle center right now looking at some Memphis wrestling, Memphis Tiger colored logo t-shirts right now so we're in go tigers go baby
1: man tell me by the way man we've been talking nothing but Grizznas we haven't even got into little memphis wrestling
2: um man I've,
1: somebody told me that they all are doing some awards or something what's what what's yeah that?
2: well every ever at the end of every year we have the fans vote for the man of the year the woman of the year the mvp of the year tag team of the year manager of the year just all the big categories you know i think there's tv match of the year and moment of the year so right now, is where all the Memphis wrestling fans can go and vote for their favorites or vote for the best of Memphis wrestling in 2023. So if you just go to memphiswrestling.tv, you'll see the banner right at the top. It takes literally 30 seconds to vote. And then we're going to do that all the way up until December 31st. And then on January 1st, we're going to announce the winners. And so basically, it's just our year-in year in awards where uh, you know we get to give the flowers to the the ones that are voted by the fans. And so that's the important thing is all voted by the fans. And uh, it's coming up. So it's happening right now. And, of course, our first TV taping of 2024 is going to be on January the 7th. So a lot of these WWE superstars that were released a couple of months ago, their no-compete clauses have just come up. And so we were able to announce that former WWE star Top Dollar, his name is AJ Francis, former NFL football player, big Memphis Grizzlies fan, WWE superstar. He's going to make a stop here in Memphis, Tennessee on January the 7th. Also, there's a really good show that you might have heard of on Netflix. It's called Wrestlers. It's Wrestlers on Netflix. It's filmed out in Ohio Valley Wrestling, which is in Louisville, Kentucky. And so they've basically taken cameras behind the scenes and shown like how the secret sauce is made. Everything about the wrestling business, behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff at a local independent wrestling company, very similar to what we're doing here in Memphis, but they're doing it in Louisville. Anyways, one of the big stars there, his name is Cashflow, and he's coming. So we got a little bit of a money thing. And this with is all January dollar. 7th? January 7th, man. It's going to be off the hook. So you got one star from Netflix, uh, wrestlers on Netflix, the other from WWE coming here to kick off the year. Tickets are on sale, MemphisWrestling.tv. And of course, man, we sold a bunch of tickets for the holidays. So if you want to get a seat, you better get it now. January 7th, Memphis Wrestling is live.
1: Dead Gummit go right now, get your tickets. Whew. It's going to be awesome. Um I also just got text right here and since you were talking about TV, I think this is just the perfect. You know Tommy Dreamer, obviously. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do
2: you know that he has twin daughters? You know, I don't know a lot about his family, but I think he told me that he had twin daughters. And a little funny story is he was saving up for their college, and he had all these original vintage ECW T-shirts because he created the merch back a long time ago with ECW. Well, he said, I was going to save those and sell those so that way my daughters would have money to go to college. Well, his wife took the T-shirts and made them into a blanket to surprise him for Christmas. (laughs) So she got rid of all of his... Old T-shirts by making a blanket instead of what his plans were to help them go to college. Anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, the reason is because I found out um, his daughters, uh, Brianna and Kimberly, were both in season, uh, uh, season six of The Sopranos. Oh, my gosh. I would not doubt it. It's crazy. I was like, just a little little sidebar that uh, you know found out because there's always something these wrestlers are doing some all kinds of crazy stuff. Even as uh, twin daughters, um,
2: it fits especially Tommy Dreamer because he reminds me of somebody that might you know give you some concrete shoes or something. You know, yep, Yeah, <laughs> you out in the river.
1: <laughs> um. Now, um. By the way, so you're you're kicking off the new year January seventh, and uh, what's coming up? What's coming down the pipe?
2: Well, so this weekend, this Saturday, December 30th, we've got our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's. So it's AEW World's End. It's like a $60 pay-per-view if you order it at the house. So you can just come down to Dave & Buster's. As soon as you walk in, hang a left. You don't even have to wait in line. You know exactly where you're going. Go to the big TVs. It's absolutely free. So that's the first time AEW is doing a World's End pay-per-view. So you can come watch with us. That's on the 30th. Then on the 31st, back at FedEx Forum for the Memphis Grizzlies game, Which is kind of cool. Like, I thought at first, you know, spending New Year's Eve working would kind of be like, oh, man, because I do want to spend the time with, you know, Maria and Reese and all that kind of stuff. But I think what they're going to do is have kind of like a kid-friendly party so when I get off work, I can just come chill with them for a minute before, I guess, Reese has to go down to sleep.
1: I wonder if it's going to be like, I went to a Christmas party last Friday, and um, of course the invitation was very smart. It said, uh, party starts at 6.00 kid-friendly till nine thirty. if you there stay you till 10 it might get a little bit weird so there you go don't be leaving you your guys, kids after that you know you about 9 30 you gotta take them kids out do you guys like play cards
2: against humanity or anything like that
1: never played that oh What is my Cards God. Against humanity tell me tell it me it is me.
2: filthy it's the filthiest game the answers and the cards i mean somebody send uh send johnny a text on the text line and let him know what card's is, but it is some of the filthiest language ever, and it makes it so funny.
1: <laughs> I think I'm going to have course, to try this game. No kids allowed. <laughs> um, is this something that you can just like pick up, like at any store? Pretty yeah. much.
2: It's like a card game, but you all pick a card. Uh, there's a card that's read out loud that, ha- and you have to pick a silly answer or, or finish the sentence with something that you have in your hand. And uh, there's a, you know, like a family version, but the non-family version is like all the words you can't say on radio
1: man man, <laughs> man 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 i like this i think i'm gonna have to check out cards against humanity did you uh by the way man how, like would, how, would you get any did you get anything special for christmas
2: man i i don't it's not really at this point you know you're dead it's not I, really you about don't really get anything yeah, yeah getting, i was gonna say I'm no, just you, know,
1: you know i guess i got myself some clothes
2: yeah i mean there might be some little something that i uh like uh hey i got a a phone, cell phone, portable cell phone charger. Like I can plug it in in my pocket or something. Something simple like that. Yeah. I got a cell phone holder that I don't have to hold my phone in the car. I can just prop it right up. Very simple, brother. I mean, at this point, it's all about reach the beast. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly
1: what you mean. My grandkids, <laughs> it was all mom was about happy. them. Uh, but they I did, did know, give me a bunch uh, of old miss stuff. Like I got an old miss hat, a whole miss dang shirt, I got everything
2: old miss. I did uh, go see my friends over at Platinum Jewelers. I can't lie. Did you really? Yeah, my Maria, she got something real special. Damn, I had to, homie. I had, to man, I had to do it. Man, you got
1: it, man. I'm glad
2: you did it, dude. Good
1: job. I had a way to man, do it, man. man. Well, Star, man, I appreciate you so much. Have a very, 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 very happy new year um, because that's we won't talk before the
2: new year, will we? No, I think, uh, so next week it'll be the beginning of 2024. So I'll have a lot to talk about next year or next, <laughs> next year. Actually, I will. Next year, I'll have a lot to talk about.
1: Next year. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We'll be doing it again on January 3rd, man. Enjoy, uh, everything that's going on. And again, everybody go to, um, make sure you go to, uh, what is it, MemphisWrestling.tv? There you go. It's that easy, right? I'm,
2: I'm right here with Rita Beast. Can you say, oh, yeah! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Star, be blessed, my friend. All right. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year, everybody. Love you, Memphis.
1: That is Dustin Star. And make sure you follow him on Twitter. It's at Dustin Star. And, of course, it's got two R's. Follow Memphis Wrestling. That's simple. It's at mem underscore wrestling. Go to memphiswrestling.tv your, your, uh, to keep up with everything and get your tickets. And uh, just do all that good stuff and have some fun. Now, we got to take a small time out. We did get a few texts, by the way. One of them stuck out, and I'm a little bit nervous. My man, Matty K., Matt K., thank you, by the way. He he said congratulations. He said take North Carolina plus six. All right. We'll write that down. But remember, I was, like, all over West Virginia running the ball right down their throat and making them,
3: like, and the Tar Heels would just, like, fall over and submit. Yeah, we just got to do some research, John. Uh, I did see uh, USC did not put out a depth chart for this week's bowl game, (laughs) um, which makes sense, but... Yeah, I think that one might get really ugly.
1: We're gonna take a quick timeout. We got some more bets for you. We got hardenwood because it feels so good. And don't forget we got Terry Davis at twelve o'clock talking about them Grizzlies and the Tigers. This is Sports ninety eight five fm
0: Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Wolotion, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from ten to eleven here on Sports 56 and 985 FM.
2: The
1: only power source capable of generating 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a bolt of lightning.
0: Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio.
1: Welcome back to Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio, hanging out with you on a beautiful hump day here in the Mid-South.
3: It's a little chilly out. It's a little, it's a bit nipply. What you think, man? It's a little chilly. I I saw, uh... They wrote in the commercial appeal today that we might get snow on. What? Don't even play. Don't. Now they said it would just be a dusting. Like what is it? Every time the Liberty Bowl.
1: Every year the Liberty Bowl. The Liberty Bowl is on this Friday, of course. That's right. Um, And if you didn't know, your Memphis, your hometown team, the Memphis Tigers, are playing in it against the Iowa State Cyclones. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a great game this Friday. But tell me a Liberty Bowl where you went to that, junt and you weren't absolutely freezing. Great point, John.
3: It really is. And I didn't even think about that when I saw it. I just saw it and said, ooh, boy, snow. But, yeah, uh, let's see. Um, Look out for snow this week, Mid-South. According to the National Weather Service's forecast, Memphis could see a 30% to 50% chance of snow showers on Friday between 3 and 8 a.m. Even though this will only be a dusting, it could uh, still be the first official snow of the season. So it'll be
1: cold, cold, yeah. and
3: cold. The temperatures will reach the low 30s with the wind chill reaching as low as 23 degrees. Rain- Bro. Ooh, rain showers could uh, could turn to snow beginning early Friday um, and continuing through 8 a.m. So yikes, it might be wet and cold out there at uh, at the Liberty Bowl on Friday.
1: Well, um, it's a little wet. It's a little cold. And right now, I think the Denver Broncos are giving the cold shoulder to Russell Wilson. I just saw this from Adam Schefter. Have you seen uh, uh, what's yeah, going down? Yeah,
3: they told him to to. Clock when did this out for come the out? The season. Uh, I think just like right before your show started. Oh, okay. I me was and like, Zach. How did he, I yeah, miss yeah, this? Yeah, me and Zach. It was on the the Twitter in here. Um, because because, because it Zach just popped up on by my timeline.
1: My It, tie it line. looks
3: like it, it, uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out right at eleven o'clock. So right while well, right before you got on, me and Zach saw it and we're talking about it.
1: I am just shocked. I mean, he's. Making, I mean, he still has another year and a guaranteed thirty-seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. Wow! And they are benching him for Jared Stidham. Is that not their backup quarterback? I, I, no, I'm about hundred percent sure. Is. I'm about hundred percent sure. But man, we've seen Jared Stidham.
3: Yeah, I don't want to saw see him, him at see Auburn. Him again. Seen him in
1: the NFL. But this is wild. The Denver Broncos are benching Russell Wilson. I don't blame you. You get the ball at the 40-yard line. Of course, it was your 40, not the opponent's. And you're playing the Patriots. You can't get a dead gum first down. You can't even complete a damn pass. Y'all don't get a first down, and then you punt the ball back to the Patriots, and then they go right down the damn field and kick a field goal to win and ruin everybody's Christmas in Denver? I'd bench him, too. But also, Sean Payton, terrible coaching job. Bill Belichick outcoach the hell out of you with Bailey Zappy. And Bill and Bill Belichick, you knew, and just to bring up you can tell I'm a little bit upset about this one. Belichick, you knew he was going to throw the ball on third down. He ran the ball on first down to make you use your timeout. He ran the ball on second down to make you use your timeout. And the worst case scenario, he was going to throw it on third down, you knew he was going to throw it. He throws it. He completes the ball 30 down the field. And if he didn't, then he would have punted it back because your offense is terrible and y'all wouldn't have had any timeouts. You knew he was going to throw it on third down. You were the ones that were stupid and called all those timeouts. <laughs> you were the dumb ones. Sean Payton, you screwed up, but Russell Wilson has been benched. You know who else has been benched? Uh, Sam Howe. Yeah, uh, I
3: did see that this morning, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, it's uh, it's a wild world for quarterbacks. And, you know, this person isn't benched, but you know who also is not going to be playing quarterback this week, it looks like, and that's uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's got a sprained A.C. Mm-hmm. joint in his yeah, shoulder.
3: And they're struggling without him.
1: Um, You could say that, and if you have looked at the standings, that AFC South is a three-way tie currently. You have all three teams at 8-7, and and that would be your Jacksonville Jaguars, your Indianapolis Colts, and your Houston Texans. The funny thing is the Jags, who were running away with the AFC South, have now lost four games in a row, Mm. opening up the door for the Colts and for the Texans. And by the way, the Texans, speaking of like Jaguars got a backup quarterback, Colts playing a uh, Gardner Minshew backup quarterback, uh, Texans playing backup quarterback, is C.J. Stroud going, do you think, be back this week from con- uh, concussion protocol? He's missed two games already.
3: I would think so. There was there was some hope that he would be cleared for last week's game, and he wasn't, so I would hope that he... Uh, He's good to go this Sunday, but I, you know, your guess is as good as mine.
1: It's uh because it's there's a couple big big games, man. If you mm-hmm. didn't know in that uh, that division, uh, the Tennessee Titans, the Texans are playing the Titans. Those games are always tight. You got to remember, um, the Titans wore the Oilers uniform. That's right. And uh, at in Nashville, and then the Texans snuck up from behind and stole that bad boy nineteen sixteen. They got smoked by the Browns last week, but they've um, this Texans team. Plays the Titans this week, and then they close the season out with the Colts. It's going to be crazy if Jacksonville doesn't make the playoffs, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's just a wild word in the National Football League. NFL football is absolutely crazy, and guess what? So is the world. Have you seen some of the crazy drivers in Memphis? I have. Man, there's some lunatics out there. Man, there's also people who are like stealing cars left and right, people breaking in. You better be protected. And if you want the best protection, you better be with State Farm and Bob Simpson. He's your local State Farm agent right here in the Mid-South. And it doesn't matter if you're on the field or on the road. Make sure you got the best. And he is the best. Bob Simpson, State Farm Insurance. He can buckle you up with auto insurance. Back your life up with health insurance. Cover your business, whether it's starting, growing, or maturing. And don't forget to insure your home, no matter if you're an owner or a renter. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call Bob Simpson today, 901-381-1233, or go online and get a free quote at bobsimpson.org. Stay protected with your good neighbor. And that would be Bob Simpson. And by the way, State Farm, commercials, I think, are straight fire. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of the I'm a fan of the State Farm commercials. Sure. I like yeah. them. I like them a lot. Now on the other side, I'm a big fan of Terry Davis and he's going to join us next talking Tigers and Grizzlies right here on Sports 56, 98.5 FM.